Welcome to JMO with Josh and Joe. It is Tuesday, May 24th, and Justin Thomas pulls off one of the better comebacks I think I've seen in a uh, in a golf tournament, man. That was incredible. Minus or seven down. Seven strokes down. On Sunday. Yes. And, and wins it in a playoff with my guy, Zalatoris. Yeah, hey, listen. If Zalatoris figures out how to putt, that man's <laughs> go, that man's going to win every single championship that that they play. I mean, he's he like he every other part of his game is just is flawless except putting. So you're saying his short game is not good. So he's got a, he's got a long game. Right, cuz he's so tall. That's why his short game's not ah. Yeah. Maybe if he he just lost some height, he uh-huh. would be he would be better okay. at, at putting. I think that's how golf works. Is he giving you Owen Wilson vibes? A little well, like skinny Owen Wilson. Like if if Owen Wilson and a rat had sex, that's what they they would get. Will Zalatoris. The offspring is Will Zalatoris. Will Zalatoris, yeah. So, like the 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 rat from uh, what was that? Oh, I can't remember that that. Um, Ratatouille. Yeah, we'll go with Ratatouille. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So or Stuart if, Lil- if Owen Stuart Little, Stuart uh, Little, there's a lot of them. Ah, uh, no, I like Ratatouille. I think if Owen Wilson banged Ratatouille and that that's what they would produce. Gotcha. Will Zalatoris. But Will Zalatoris. Anyways, let's talk about the 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 champion Justin Thomas. His Sunday round was incredible. Like he was just on point every facet of his game. Um, I know you wanted to talk about Pereira. Yeah, I, I did because uh, that was a the historic meltdown. Oh, that was the. I mean, okay, he's a rookie, so I get it. He's a new guy. He's young. I was gonna say that he's young. He he did really well. Like con, all things considered, like I, I I mean, he's gonna be a great golfer. He just. I mean, I hope so. I actually, this could be one of those things where, like, you, you, it could go one or two ways. Yeah, yeah, it could. That could be like the ultimate choke job, and then that just defines your career. I've got some. I've got some stats. I actually pulled up some history a little bit, but I do want to first talk about his press conference. I don't know if um, this was the right choice of words he should have said. Oh but God, please! Basically, I mean, I guess he just wasn't wasn't thinking. But whenever he was interviewed by the. Uh, by all the sports channels and everything, he was like, I wasn't thinking about the water. Which, I mean, same, same, Piera. Um, I never think about the water, but I still always hit it. Yeah, nobody thinks about the water. Yeah, so, but that last hole, whenever he hit the water, yeah, he yeah. took a drop and then went over the, uh, the green and then chipped over the green again and, and made a double bogey. That actually has been done before to miss a playoff. A double bogey in the PGA Championship to um, to miss a, a possible playoff. And it was done by two people. Rocco Media. Was it Rocco Media? No. no. Oh, no, no, no. He made, the, he, he made the, the playoff with Tiger Woods. Never mind. So in 2006, it was the same year, Colin Montgomery, yep. who was an uh, older Scottish uh, golfer, pretty good golfer, actually, um, and... Phil Mickelson. Phil Mickelson. Both double bogeyed in the PGA Championship in 2006. Phil Mickelson, we we know how great he is. Colin Montgomery, he's maybe not to this younger generation, but he was second best in the world at one time. Oh, yeah, back in the mid-2000s. Yeah, yeah. he's got seven PGA Tour championships. Um, he, yeah. like So the thing is, is like, hey, hang in there, you know. That's some good names. Like people have been able yeah, to bounce back from that. They, the the only issue with Colin Montgomery and Phil Mickelson is they weren't rookies. That's this very is, true. This he's a young kid, and this could either define him or he can use this to 
to jumpstart his career. Like he could, he could literally, like you said, it can go one of two ways. It could go one of two ways. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be. You know what? I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be positive here. I think he's gonna use that as like a hey. This is I can only get better from here type yeah, thing, and absolutely. I think he's gonna get better because he he, he did play well. Yeah, just man, Justin Thomas, dude, he was it was unbelievable. Yeah, unbelievable. Good for him. Good for him. We uh we actually had a roommate that was betting Justin Thomas as well, so I kept tabs with him all t- uh, all during the championship, and he was kind of falling, falling, and then next thing you know, it just out of nowhere pulls it out on Sunday, and it's it's always better to watch somebody who's bet on any sports event. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's why that's why they're, you know, they actually are the same word. You know, it, it's better when there's a better yes. on the sport. Yes, correct. That's why they call it that. Yes. Uh, and wa- watching somebody who has money on the game yes. is almost as good, if not better sometimes, than watching the actual game itself. Like, like I'm sorry, this this game four tonight against uh, Dallas and, and Golden State. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be more interested in watching the people who bet on it. Oh yeah, and, absolutely. And in my bets personally, but um, yeah, it, it really is. It's it's hilarious. They get angry at stupid little shots. Uh huh. Now well, it's and and that's the thing too. Like we don't really have a dog in this hunt, so. It's almost like you bet more on these games than you do actually. Actually, it is better to bet more on these games than it is your actual fandom because you're betting with your heart, not with your mind. Oh, whereas that, this one, you're just trying to get an interest in this game, so you bet with you know more reasonable bets. Right, you bet with your head, yes, and not your dick, because that that would be terrible. But I, dude, <clears throat> I, I that's why I made the rule, man. I can't, I can't how bet. How do you on, bet with your dick, bro? If you have you ever bet softball? Them okay. ladies got donks. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then I, can I see you that. just bet the hottest team, bro. Yeah, I was thinking like cheerleaders or something like that. Who had the best cheerleading squad? Well, then I would bet Dallas every time. But you know, yeah, it's so. it's. I don't want to bet Dallas. I don't ever want to bet Dallas. Nobody in the history of Dallas wants to bet Dallas except for Dallas fans and Jerry Jones. So that, yeah. Um, but anyways, uh, I, you you made me lose my train of thought. Anyways, um. So yeah, he 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 did come out with money. Our our our, our dear roommate came out with money it was great um you don't want you want to know an interesting fact about that uh that that golf venue oh uh, what's that whitey bulger back in the day had someone killed in that parking lot really yeah that's yeah. some mob shit right yeah. there why do you remember whitey bulger not John, at all but i'm oh I'm, you I'm didn't interested. see that you didn't see that movie johnny depp play whitey bulger oh it was incredible man Great, great, great movie. He was a big time mobster back in the day. He, I, I forget exactly his storyline, but it was just it was a phenomenal movie. Was the name was the name of the movie Whitey Bulger? It was yeah, it was like something Whitey, I think. Yeah, oh, okay, sure. We'll we'll call it that. Anyways, it's a good watch. You should definitely watch it. But yeah, he, I thought that was funny. And then in the Tulsa, Oklahoma, um, part or uh, parking lot. Yeah, that is cool. So I had somebody whacked. <laughs> thought that was kind of cool. Look, it probably give you an eerie feeling, but All right, yeah. You got anything else on the PGA? Uh, I guess we could sh- we should talk about Tiger dropping out. Um, yeah, we Just should, a little we could, segment. Actually, yeah, let's let's. Tiger did did what Tiger needed to do. Yep. He is so good at controlling, like the narrative, like he because. He played decent the first two days, and then he just went off the rails um, the third day. Uh, like, he was, what, plus 12 at the end of the day? And then oh, he was yeah. like, oh, my back is hurting. Which I actually believe 
what some part of his body was hurting. I can't remember what it was, but I just automatically assume it's either his back or his knees. Yeah, I mean, and the thing is, you, we saw this also during the Masters. He faded away during the Masters after performing super well in the first round. And he just can't he can't hang anymore. Like he's just getting too old and like Well, he's getting too old for his injuries. Correct. He can't, Correct. can't recover as quickly. Correct. Young Tiger would have been good to go fine. But yeah. Oh, also I wanted to talk about Rory McElroy. So his his performance on Thursday was unreal. Just oh, yeah. unbelievable. Yep. And what I thought of, like, if he can put, like, four days together, like, remotely like his Thursday, he's unstoppable. When Rory, when every facet of Rory McIlroy's game is, is on point and it, they're firing on all cylinders, he is impossible to beat. He is literally the best golfer in the world when all parts of his game are firing. They li- That's why they were comparing him to Tiger Woods whenever he was up and coming. You know, mm-hmm. um, in early in his career, because, like you said, when everything is on, it's on. It's on. It's great, and he's. The, I I think he is still the best golfer when everything is on. It and was. He's on. got a likable face. Yes, he does. He's he got does. a very likable face, personality, and everything. He's good. Are he's you good calling for him TVs. hot? You think he's hot? No, I didn't, I didn't say that. I mean, he's a good looking dude. I he's, the the he's British a decent looking the, guy, the British dude. accent. I don't understand why girls think that's attractive. I think it's the ugliest thing in the world. If a girl talks in a British accent, I'm just like. Do you, do you have something stuck in your mouth? Like I like I I get it. They they have they talk out the sides of their mouth, and I don't understand really how it works. But like yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not a big I'm not a big fan. I, I automatically go for their teeth. Like oh, you got terrible teeth, don't you? And I'm a big teeth guy. Big teeth guy. Yeah. No, I'll uh, I'll say I'm the complete opposite. Whenever a girl's got a British accent or an Australian accent, oh, she's got a Joe Wilson. Nah, she's got a Joe Wilson in her. <laughs> <laughs> God, I don't. I just never understood that man. I, I the Australian or the British, I, I can't get it. Like, but the Italian or like maybe a Hispanic. Oh, okay, there you go. that's okay. different. That's different. And you know, everybody loves French. Yep. Anyways, we 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 keep getting off track. Um. Right. Yeah. So Rory, great whenever he's on. Obviously, not very good when he's off. Tiger. It'd be nice to see him win one more, but I don't think we will. I mean, he's only 46. Yeah, but he's 46. I'd say, I'd say you got to just take some time off again, make sure you're healthy, and mm-hmm. then make one last run. I think this, is, I think this will be his last run where he can try to ma- you know, win another major. What's the last major this year? It's not the PGA Championship because they, they moved it up this year, but I think it's I mean, the British I, Open, right? I say, I say wait till next year. Next at year? Least. Just give yourself some time. Like, like, he's, like we said, his body is older. Like, it's not going to recover as quickly. Give yourself some time. Okay. Yeah, maybe we need to do that. So. All right, let's let's uh, let's move on. Let's do OT dish. Um, I, I'll, I'll start on this because you got some good ones. <laughs> Mine aren't that great. Uh, just because right now, I guess, like, this is just, like, the dead time in sports. Like, we'll, we'll get to, like, maybe some crazy, like, NBA upsets or whatever. But right now, it's just, it's just the dead zone. We're going to be in the dead zone of sports for, like, the next three months. Until, like, football starts kicking off and, and then, you know, like, October baseball mm-hmm. and stuff. But uh, what I got in 1878 on this date, there's the first American bicycle race was held in Boston. Oh. I was back in 1878. Oh. You know how they had the big, the big fucking wheel and then the, the little wheel? Okay. I was trying to picture what a bike would look like in 1878. Why the fuck you need a wheel that big? Like, that doesn't make any sense. But I'm not a scientist. I so. don't know. I mean... 
people still are carrying that big wheel, big wheel uh, philosophy with their trucks and stuff. True. Well, so, that, no, that's just guys who have small dicks. I mean, that was probably guys that had small dicks back in the day. Oh, those were the small dick guys those of the, the 1800s. Yes. Dude, like the bigger the tire, the smaller the dick. Yes. Oh, exactly. we figured it out. Good I mean, deal. Because that's always been a thing. I mean, yeah. that's something that hasn't changed throughout history. No, no. So, I, I guarantee you, back in the ancient Egyptians, the bigger the chariot, the bigger the tires of the chariot, the smaller the dick of the pharaoh. Yes, huh? yes. Yeah. They yeah. knew this. This is this Dude. has been passed down. It's probably inscribed in some artistic form, you know. If on, you're a douchebag, small douchebag, small dick having dude, you have big tires. You got big tires. Big tires like that. Yeah, all all the way through history, guarantee it. Even the, like the carriages back in the 1700s, man. They had those big ass fucking. The caveman who invented the wheel probably had a small. <laughs> dick. The caveman who invented the wheel had a small dick. Yeah. Yep. So that there you go. That's the all right. We figured it out, bro. We are we're historians, my guy. Yeah, we're historians. All right. Um, let's see. <laughs> On this date in 1951, um, this isn't a good one, but I'll tell you why I got, I put it down. Willie Mays began playing for the New York Giants. That's, that's a baseball a, team. I was about to say that's a bit. Wait, oh Giants. A, the New York Gi- Willie Mays started playing for the New York Giants. That's a baseball team. Willie Mays played baseball. Yeah, I know Willie Mays played baseball, and New York think- New York has the Yankees. So, the but they Giants. also had the Giant. They have the Mets too. Um, I don't know. I don't know what that means. I don't, he might have played. He might have been a two way two way player. I don't. I don't remember that part. But, but they also have the football New York uh, Giants. New, New as York well. football Giants. But I, I don't know when the New York football Giants started. So what was what was it? Um, did like New York have like a giant ego like back in that back in the day when they, they are were naming the, their sports? Teams? They are the Big Apple. They are the Big Apple, yeah. So, uh, big they, Big Apple, they're big. They, they have small dicks. They have small dicks. Everybody in New York has small dicks, yep. I guess. Okay. Okay. Cool. Figure, figure that one out, out too. Cool. All right, dude, we're on a fucking roll. This <laughs> we are an unveiling history right yes. now, All right, right uh, before your eyes. All right, this one was fucking crazy. Um, but in Lima, in 1964, in Lima, Peru. So, so they had this um, soccer game that. A referee called a very unpopular call. Like it was, it was, it was okay. a bad call. Apparently, okay. it was a really, really bad call. They rioted, and then people panicked, resulting in over three hundred people dying, more than five hundred people being uh, being injured. That's war. Yes, dude. Over three hundred people dying at a soccer game. Fi- over five hundred people injured. That's that makes the malice in the palace look like child's play. Yeah, that's insane. <laughs> that looks like, that, yeah, it literally makes them look like babies in a playpen. That's like that's like almost like Rome is burning shit. Like you just you you riot at a soccer game because of a bad call by the referees. Imagine if that were the philosophy in today's NBA, bro. We wouldn't be able to get through a game without killing twelve hundred people. Oh, but certainly. That'd be yeah, insane. And I mean, that's the thing. I mean, the the press already makes a big deal out of any uh, anytime there's like some sort of like uproar on Twitter, you know, a fighting of words. Or, but. like, you know, there are people in the media, they decide to, you know, make protesters, like, they, they, they make big stories out of the protesters at Minnesota Timberwolves games. Yep, that is true. It's great. And that, it's, is, that is nothing on the scale of that. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. It's like, that's crazy how, like, a security guard tackling a, a protester at a basketball game is, is crazy media, and then we got people dying by 300 at a soccer game. Jeez. People were just built different back then. All right. Yeah, that's those, true. Th- those are my OT dishes. Okay. Um, going on to mine, I'll uh, I'll start off in 1992. 
Mm. So this is around the time of the uh, Indy 500. I was so, I was two years old. Yep, yep, and I was one. But uh, Al Unser Jr. holds off Scott Goodyear to win by point. Get this, point zero four three seconds in a car race. Point zero four three seconds. That makes sense. That's a that's. That's a, close. That's a tiny margin. That yeah. is close. It's the closest margin in uh, in history, in Indy history. Wow. Uh, he was the first second-generation um, racer to win the race. How do you spell Scott Goodyear's last name? Oh, it's spe- it's spelled exactly like the uh, the tire. Really? Do you think he started Goodyear Tire? I did not feel like going into it that far. Okay. Well, they started in, in Akron, Ohio. Just FYI. Really? Oh, yeah. Maybe, I, Akron, maybe we'll have to go with Akron that. is the rubber capital of the U.S. I Did you know see, that? Akron, Ohio, see that. the rubber capital of the U.S. Yeah. Interesting fact. Fuck you, LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're not known for LeBron. No, they're not lo- known for LeBron. But anyways. All right, let's well, uh, moving on. Uh, the 2015 Senior PGA Championship. I brought this one up because it had a little throwback or callback from earlier this episode. The so get this. This is the French Lick Resort. Ooh, I the like French that. Lick Resort. Yeah, that sounds like that sounds like classy romantic, you know, or classy sensual. A little oh, bit. That's, that just Lick. sounds like classy porn to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to describe it in a little bit of a more less like, blunt way. Oh, wee wee daddy, wee wee. <laughs> licky licky. Licky licky boom um, boom. A licky licky boom boom. So, anyways, going back. Well, Call back to Colin Montgomery. Yeah. Colin Montgomery of Scotland wins by four strokes over Mexicans uh, Esteban Toledo. Toledo. Yep. Interesting. So, yep. I, I, like I said, that was a little callback from the f- earlier when we were talking about him. So I like it. Decided to bring it back. Uh, 2018 had a pretty, uh, actually a very uh, monumental moment. Donald Trump pardons uh, boxer Jack Johnson. Oh, I remember uh, that. For being wrongfully convicted of racial crimes uh, whenever he transported a white woman o- across state lines. So, so he, he was just being a social worker. Yep. He, he was just being a good person. Yep. Yeah, good. So, right, good. Yeah, I, we, love, we love seeing progression on this yeah. show. Yep. Yeah. So, yep. it's, that is progress. Yep. So, and then um, I guess lastly, I've got 1976 Muhammad Ali TK, or TKO's Richard Dunn in five rounds for heavyweight boxing title in Munich. Good that's for a, him. That's a big, th- big time thing. I mean, a big event like that in Munich on the world stage and stuff like that. We need another Muhammad Ali. We need to bring. To we need to bring back boxing. Like we need. We need a Muhammad Ali Frazier type type rivalry. We need in boxing. We need more Muhammad Ali. We need less of the Paul brothers. I don't. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. For sure. In I, boxing, I, occur, correct. I get. I think. I get why they're doing it. Uh, yes, and I think. And here's my here's my take on that. I think they're doing a great job of whatever the fuck they're doing because they are fucking huge. Like, like what, Logan Paul got he he fought Mayweather. I almost spit my wine out. But. He he fought Mayweather like he's one of the greatest boxers of all time, and Logan Paul was a fucking a Vine star. Yeah, but was that rigged? Yeah, it might have been. But hey, guess what? He got fucking paid for it, and he got his name splattered all over the Paul. Mayweather, uh, Mayweather fight. But look, I mean, at the end of the day, yeah, is it about the money or is it about the uh, the actual entertainment of it? Oh. Right. Okay. No, I understand why you're saying that. I'm yeah. just saying like, they, they they congrats to them for doing whatever they did. Yeah, they're doing something right as yeah. far as yeah making. Money. But as far as the sport the sport of boxing goes, like this is unfortunately kind of where it's trending towards. 
Which again, like I said, I think we need some. We, we need that Muhammad Ali Joe Frazier type type rivalry to get it back. Yeah, I think so. Good OT dish. I like it. Good OT dish. Let's move on to like this has been my favorite thing to to uh, keep up with the past couple of weeks. The let's do the the Jimbo Fisher the, and this appeals to the college football in the us. Jimbo Fisher, Nick Saban. Oh my gosh! <laughs> do you want to start? This is the rivalry that college football did not realize it needed. Oh my gosh! We had no idea. No idea we needed this as badly as we needed it, man. Yeah. Like. I, I'll just go ahead and say it. Nick Saban's a gigantic sore loser. Like, <laughs> he can't stand losing, especially to someone who I didn't know he despised, Jimbo Fisher. Well, I'm glad you have that take on it because I have I have a little bit on the other side of the take on it as well. Not that I'm saying I'm for any side because I am definitely happily a spectator in this in yes. all of this. Yes, like it, just, it is nice. And whatever I could do to instigate more of it, yes. I will do that. Yes. But at the same time I have a little bit of a different perspective on the other side of things. So, um, I guess since Nick Saban started, why don't you go first on um a why Okay, because he's got a point. Because, look, listen. So Jimbo's got a point. No, I think Saban has a point. Okay, so you're on Saban's side. Yes, I'm, I'm kind of on Saban's side. Also, don't fucking apologize, Saban. You're Nick fucking Saban. You don't apologize. You don't fucking apologize. That was bullshit. I really, really fucking when hated it. When he reached it. out to Deion Sanders and Jimbo Fisher? Yeah, no. You, Although oh. Jimbo Fisher, I don't think, answered the call. He said he was. He no, said we're absolutely done. not. Yeah, oh, no. Jimbo Fisher's done, which is good. Which is good, again. Um, so... Jimbo is saying it wasn't the NIL that he got that great recruiting class, right? That's what that's essentially what he was saying. Like Jim Nick Saban got beat by Jimbo in the recruiting and J- Nick Saban blamed it on the NIL. Yeah, essentially. Uh, right? Uh, quote quote unquote Nick Saban said A&M bought every player in this class. Right. Okay. That's a, that's what it, and now here's to kind of back up Nick Saban's point. Jimbo at A&M 2018 zero five stars. 2019, two five stars. 2020, two five stars. 2021, one five star. Fast forward, NIL introduced. 2022, seven five stars in the highest rated class of all time. Now, listen. And that depends on which uh, recruiting site you go to. 24-7 had eight. Right. But here's the thing. He got seven five stars. And this is after losing to LSU, Ole Miss. He went four and four in the SEC last year. Four and four in the SEC. Yeah. Like, no, you you definitely paid your players. Like <laughs> like listen, they have they that on the side of their helmet is ATM. Like bruh. <laughs> like I mean with the the writing was on the wall the whole time. We just didn't fucking see it. I'm dead. <laughs> like, it, ATM. Yeah, they do. I mean they got the big T in the middle, but it's ATM. I, I know exactly. Like, he, that's all he was doing was pulling out of the ATM in order to fucking pay these players. And like and Nick Saban got mad at it. He's just he's just being a fucking sore loser, but I, I I'm 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 kinda old school and that's in that where I'm a, I'm agreeing with Nick Saban. I'm just picturing Jimbo Fisher, like you know, just in his office, just like late hours of the night, just banging, throwing things around, just trying to figure out how he's gonna beat Nick Saban, and then looking at the emblem on the wall and see it ATL. <laughs> it's like the angels in the background, just. just he's like, I know what I have to do. Like the letters glowing gold. Yes. Yeah. It, 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 
points it out exactly how it's like pictured on the side of an APTM. Exactly. Yes. yes. Oh wow. Yeah, it's great. Wow, that was good. I saw. I mean, I, I'll say I saw it on a meme, but it, it, it's applicable. It, like it, it, it's it's funny. It's yes, funny. It's definitely good. But no, it's um. Dude, it's it's gonna be fun. This is gonna be so much fun. I, what was it? Uh, there's been so much firing back. What was it? Fisher, Fisher. I don't. I couldn't tell you how many times Fisher used "despicable" in the press conference. Yeah, yeah. He, I mean, he used that word like it was like his second language. The, but, the, the, yeah, like I use the F word. Yep, and like, called like, him a narcissist. Like I, and I mean, he. Well, I mean, that's 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 probably fair. It's probably. I mean, when you get to that level, I mean. But and then he was like, what was it? The other thing is, some people think that they're God, and he was like, look, uh, take a look into what God or how God got there, and then you'll see. Trying to get them to uh, investigate Nick Saban, which we know Bama plays their pays their players. I mean, that's okay. The, the, there's a point I wanted. The, I wanted to make this point. Everybody's doing it, and this is where I side with Jimbo Fisher and not Nick. And I, 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 I'm, I don't like how Nick Saban did this. Like you, everybody's doing it. Don't fucking call out another school. Don't yeah. call out another school, cause then guess what? That puts heat on you, and then that puts heat on everyone else. Luckily, they got these nil deals now that like you can put that on. But like, you, Sabin, I, I I know for a fact you've been paying players. Like that, the, there's like it's it's obviously you know you've been buying their their mom's Hummers and brand new houses and shit. Obviously you worked around it, but yes, there has been cash from you going into players' pockets. Like boosters yep. have have definitely thrown money at recruits. Yep. Don't yep. fucking call out other people. <laughs> have you been uh, keeping track on the aftermath uh, after this feud? There's been a couple storylines. I mean, I, I've been keeping up with that. I don't know which which ones you're talking about though. So the uh, the first one is the uh, the QB recruit recruit. Right. Oh yeah. The, so oh got, my gosh. Eli, I love it. Eli Holstein. Holstein. Yeah. He's actually out of Zachary, Louisiana. But um, the funny thing is, is that okay. So first of all, just for context, he was committed to Texas A and M, and then he actually decommitted, and then right after all this feud happened, just committed to Alabama. Right. So just slap in the face. I completely it has to be out of spite. Well, has he to be he completely de- out of spite. He de- he de- decommitted in March. Right? I know, I know, but right. the fact that I just want, I just wanted like we're giving context. I just kind of wanted to point that out. Very true, very true. Good point. But the fact is, though, he I mean, he made that call right now, like after the feud. So you know, right. it's got to be just fresh on his mind that he was really wanting to do something in spite of Jimbo Fisher. You think the, so? The other thing Ooh, is, I remember, like that. remember. We we talked about this a while back, but Nick Saban said he was not going to take another quarterback unless it was Arch Manning until he or oh, until he actually committed. Yes. And Ooh, he took this quarterback. That is the most petty thing Nick Saban has ever done. Oh, he did it in he, spite. He just did it in spite of Fisher. Oh, that, that it's, it's all spite. If you put that's that all in perspective, it is, is spite. If you put that into perspective, oh, it was complete spite. God, that's beautiful. Oh, I, I bet I, you Eli never plays a down at Alabama. I'm sorry. I mean, he, I feel bad for the kid, but no, he probably he, he, he probably, probably won't. will never play a down Absolutely at Alabama. Absolutely not. Absolutely, <laughs> that not. was not his role coming into uh, oh, Alabama. <laughs> That's beautiful. I hope this continues. It, you know what? Hopefully that they change, Alabama changes when when they play LSU, so yes. that it's not after that fucking bye week on November fucking the beginning of November like it is every goddamn year. Because oh, Nick Saban needs to fucking stick it to LSU. God damn it, Nick. 
Chill. I, I think it's going to keep. You got it. <laughs> it's going to put LSU on a low, lower profile. Oh, and, thank uh, God. I radar. Oh, man, I hope he puts all of his focus on Texas A&M. What if Texas A&M beats Alabama next year? Well, they beat him this year. No, I know. What if they beat him next year? Oh, oh my God! I don't think. I think, I Sa- think Saban would quit. Saban, yeah. Saban might, might quit. He might retire. He might retire. If so, let's go Aggies, baby. Let's go fucking Aggies. Yeah, <laughs> I want him to quit. Oh God! What if he gets beat by A and M and LSU in the same year? I don't think he'd know what to do with himself. He wouldn't. No, he wouldn't. He'd be done. He'd yeah. have to go just tell his wife, "Hey, I'm hanging him up. I'm done." He would probably have to go to Kirby and go to his coaching rehab, like he usually does with other coaches that you know have, you know, go down in their in their coaching careers. Yeah, yeah, he he'd have to do something, man. He'd probably just go buy a cabin out in Russia and just fish, become boys with Putin or something. <laughs> Another aftermath story, though. Did you see uh, Justin Thomas? So Justin Thomas is a uh, Alabama graduate. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. And you saw his comments. Yeah, yeah. So he he made it took a shot at um, obviously Fisher, but he said um, he follows Saban's twenty four hour uh, celebration rule, and he said, "Yeah, I've got a twenty four hour rule. I'm not sure what Jimbo Fisher's rule is, but <laughs> I guess he got he's got to win something before he figures out his rules." <laughs> Oh man! So like the longer this continues, the the better. Completely taking away the national championship he won with Nick Saban in 03 at LSU. Uh yeah. Apparently they they were still not like the best Dude, buds. Dude, I, I didn't know that. Apparently they were beefing at LSU way back in 03. Yeah. I didn't. I mean, everything seemed good. I guess when you're winning, everything seems good, right? Yep. And also when you become you know coaches and head coaches in the uh in the same division, you know. It, everything. It, it, oh, the light gets shot, shot on everything. Yeah, it, it brings things back. Nothing's off the table. Oh man, I hope this shit continues, dude. This has been. This is like we need. I, I've been itching to talk about college football, but there's it hasn't. I mean, at this point right now, it's like the spring games are going on, and like there's really not not too much to talk about. Kids are fin- finishing finals. Yeah, it's so like it was nice that we had a story. Yeah, it was nice we had something that I can get thoroughly invested in because. Again, like we said, it takes the heat off of LSU, and then it establishes this new rivalry that I hope gets Saban retired. <laughs> it would be great. Yep. You got anything else on this? I think I'm done. Now. All right, let's go to the NBA. Let's get through this. Um, I, uh, I I didn't want to. I, I didn't mean for it to sound like I'm trying to like just push through this, but the conference finals have been kind of boring. I'm not gonna lie. Like, and honestly, in all honesty. The the NBA playoffs have been like just all blowouts. Like the so for example, not necessarily. No no no. They, listen, thirty nine of the games in this playoff have been decided by double digits, and literally like over ten of them have been decided by twenty plus points. Like that's it's too much. I want closer games. You know I mean, what I'm saying? That's true, but that's not always a, a true indicator on how the game goes uh, no time. how the playoffs have gone yeah absolutely well, no, I, I, I think mean, that's definitely a true indicator it's just like it's either one team blows another team out or the, the, the vice versa well, what if what if it's tied all the way through and then just some pe- some teams just aren't making their shots in the last you know minute and the other team starts making a bunch well no of that's what throws. i'm that's what i'm saying i I've, I've looked i've checked it out a lot of that happens in the first quarter the winner, the the winner of the first quarter, majority of the times, especially like if they have if they've had like a double digit lead in the first quarter, a lot of a lot of games have have done that. Where we saw it last night with the the Miami Boston, it was eighteen to one. 
It was like, eighteen to fucking one. How I mean, do you? How is that score possible? He couldn't actually like form an nil deal to buy a, a point at that point. <laughs> you reached for it, but I like. I it. did I, reach you, for you it a little for bit, it, but it's I reached for it. It's I all good. I appreciate the effort. Yeah. I appreciate. I felt the, effort. I felt the relevancy was there. Uh, yes, it was, well, it, it mostly just because we just got done with the uh, the the college football talk, but yeah, I see what you're saying there. Um. I don't know. I, I just, in my opinion, they've been. I hope they get better. Like this, I, I really do think the the Mavericks are, are going to get swept tonight. Um, but I, I called Golden State in five. I called Boston in seven. I'm Golden, hoping Golden State had to come back from a 19 point de- deficit. In what game two? In game two. Yes, game two was the only good one so far in this series. The rest have been just trash. I honestly, I've been more involved in the kind of the. I guess the off the court or the kind of the shit talking that's been going on in the playoffs. Oh, yeah. The the other miscellaneous, you Mm -hmm. know, things that have been happening. Yeah. I I kind of been enjoying that part of it. But you are right. I mean, the games could be closer. Maybe I should get a little more invested in the off off the court stuff. Because I was thinking about it. I I was driving around today. I was running some errands and I was thinking about it. They, it. You know, there is such thing as too much of a good thing. Yep. So they have catered the the play calling around like to to help facilitate more scoring in the NBA. Yep. yep. And and Steph Curry had a lot to do with that as well. But I think now it's just gotten to the point where there's too much scoring. Like I think they need to to kind of like facilitate it around defense now. Like like maybe help help out the defense a little bit with some calls. So you're a big fan of the Heat Celtics series, is what I'm hearing. Yes, big time. Yeah. And honestly, but also like I do, I do want to bring back like really close games. Like I, I miss like games that come down to the wire. Like like maybe not games that you know you play the fouling game on. Which I mean, I guess at some at some point, like if you're down by six with like forty five seconds left, you got to play the the foul yeah, game. Yeah, have to. <clears throat> but like. I, I miss I miss those last second shots like the Kawhi Leonard shot. You know what I'm saying? The yeah. the one in Game Six where it's just like it all that suspense and build up, and then he makes it, and then the fucking crowd goes wild. You know what I'm saying? That's true. That's true. We haven't seen much of that. No, though, we haven't seen much this, of that at all in, in this the, round. Yeah. So no, I, I I agree. I agree. Um, but what do you think? All right, so let's start with the West, Western Conference Finals. What okay. do you what, what do you think is going to happen tonight? Well, I I really honestly shouldn't even say anything because, um, well, let's put it this way. I, I said my gut feeling was that the the Mavs were going to win this in six. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, apparently I might have to go get my stomach checked. I might have an ulcer or something you gotta like get that. Your, no, you just mind you get your stomach pumped. Yeah, it might be. <laughs> pumped might all the bullshit. Uh, yep, yep. I'm just kidding. No, you, <laughs> most of your predictions have been really, really spot on, actually. So it's been all right. Um, but, yeah, that one didn't that, that one didn't age well. It did not age well. Yeah, no. so, but um, but I also, I did say this. I didn't. I didn't actually come from a standpoint of like actual facts and logic. I just did this one way off my head, you know. Uh-huh. So yeah, that, like I said, I think I was feeling something else. Like so, we, so what you're saying is is go with the facts and logic. Yeah, go with the facts, facts and logic. Go with the science. Don't go with your gut or science, my, my si- gut. Science, my gut is uh, science not is there healthy. for a reason. Oh, not mine either. That's why I'm telling. That's why I tell everybody fade my picks. Yep, that's all it is. Just fade my picks. <laughs> but yeah, no, um. But I honestly, I've liked this one as far as this one is a lot chippier than the other series. Which one? Um, than the Celtics and Heat. 
It's chippier? Chippier. I mean, not saying that the intensity isn't there in the other one. I'm just saying as far as the smack talking. Oh, gotcha. I think I think Boston and Heat actually respect them, uh, respect the other team a little bit more so than this series. The, this series, they there's been so much shit talking. I All right, I'm going to toot my own horn here. Toot, toot. Um, but I called it. I spur, or Steve Kerr is doing a much better job coaching than Monty Williams did. Oh, absolutely. He is, he is completely out coaching Jason Kidd. Like you, want, it, you want a fun fact on yes, Kerr? Since yes. we're riding the Kerr train right yeah. now. Choo, so, choo. <laughs> um, so Kerr has a stat. Um, the Warriors have had 12 comeback victories of 15, plus, uh, 15 points or more under Kerr during the playoffs. That's because they own the third quarter. Yeah, and also a fifteen point deficit or deficit is usually about like eight shots for a normal team, and it's like five shots for the Golden State. Correct. Yeah. So it doesn't. It, and like when you when you actually, that's a great point because when you boil it down to that, it doesn't. It's not that much. Five shots. That's. I mean, like it's a fifteen point deficit, but when you boil it down to only five shots, it's it's not that bad. That's the numbers and science for you. Yeah, so we we're gonna go with numbers and science. We're yeah. we're science and numbers podcast now. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it, like most of these games, it just seemed like the the Warriors have had control of them. I again, I I, I called the gentleman sweep in five, but I really do think Golden State's gonna beat them tonight. Yeah, yep, you did you did call that. No, that was. Are good, you gonna stick with? Are, are you gonna stick with your Mavs in six? Uh, you can't. <laughs> no, you got to go down with the ship, bro. Well, I, I mean, that's it's not possible. It's not actually mathematically possible. Oh, yeah, that's true. Point. It's got to be seven <laughs> now, gotta, huh? Well, no, no. I said seven, remember? Uh, I did say seven. Yeah, I think you I did said say I was, seven. I was like, I don't yeah. know this feeling, but uh, if the Mavs are going to win, they have to win in seven. Yeah, that, so this no, you're could be, absolutely right. I, I actually still have my bet or my prediction on the table. Yeah, okay. So ride, I mean, it ride with to, it. It would have to make history. Even, but, it, even if you said game six, you should still ride the ship down. You yeah. might be on the bottom with the Titanic, but yeah, you're gonna ride the ship down, that's baby. Not possible. Yeah, just ride that's it. I'm telling possible. you, you go down with the ship, bro. Um, all right, let's move on to the Eastern Conference Finals, Boston Miami. This is a little bit better. It's two and two now. Um, again, like I said, most of these games have been just kind of like blowouts. Like they they haven't been great. Like, and I I love the NBA and I love the NBA playoffs. So like, I don't want this to be like like you know ammunition for people who hate the NBA, but like. We got to do. They got to do something, right? They got. They got to figure something out. Eh, I mean, it's also circumstance. I okay, mean, it's, but, it, like it's the chances bes- of besides like- besides game three, besides game three, all of them have been blowouts. Yeah, but I mean, that's that's the thing. Like, it, I mean, you either can like dictate that by, or you know, draw that back to like. The refs dictating that actually happening, or just like well, circumstance, then, or well, then you're just, opening up a whole another can of worms. Exactly. That like you gotta go. Like, I just think like the, the I can't I can't watch it. I can't physically sit there and watch a game and and think that the refs have anything to do with it. Otherwise, I will never enjoy the game. If I think the refs are rigging the game, if I think the NBA is rigging the game, if I think the game's rigged at all, I can't. I can't enjoy it. So I go, I choose to go into the games with the mentality that everything is fair. Call me naive, call me ignorant, whatever you want to call me, I don't care. I just enjoy the game more when I think that it is fair. So, no, that's sure. If you, because well, once you start saying the game's rigged, then how is it rigged? Who's well, rigging no, no, it? No, no, What's no, one's no. playing the money? Like, you got it, it, it's It's tough. I'm like, not saying that the game is rigged. I'm just saying, like, I mean, the thing is, is like, I just 
out of law chances and everything, like it could happen that we have really close games one uh, playoff series, or there's chances that we just have duds. Yeah. yeah I mean, it, if we're trying to pinpoint it, but I mean, we could try to pinpoint it to whatever it is, but at the end of the day, too, like we play this game, there's a chances of both sides happening. I know, but the, it just sucks because like we had two game sevens last round and they both were fucking duds. They they were blowouts. It sucked. Yeah. Um. I just I don't know. I just I I love very very close NBA games and I want to see more of them. That's just basically where I'm coming from here. Yeah. That's uh, that's all it is. Yeah. You got anything else on the NBA? Yeah, actually, I mean, oh, there's, there's, still, there's still a lot of good, but good bit of stuff. Like I, I said, it. I've been following more of the off the court type of no, action. Oh, let's been going go, on. let's go off so the court. So after NBA. after the first game, which honestly has been incredible. Game. I just I, let, let me just say something for the listeners. I we Joe and I we go over our um, oh notes very very um, briefly. Like it's uh, we don't get into we we don't get into details on each other's notes because. We like the the genuine reactions to each other's uh, points. So like he'll he'll say something, a point, and I it, it'll be something I've never heard. So like this, a lot of this stuff that he's about to say, I I don't I have no idea what he's about to what he's what he's about to talk about. So like it, it and I just want you to know like that it's that that's kind of the way we we play off each other. In general, just with everything. So, like, he doesn't know what I'm saying, and I don't know what he's saying, so our reactions are genuine. Was there a comment off of social media that prompted that? No, no, that's just, it was, that was all in my, my, my brain tube. The brain tube. Yeah. Got it. It's all, it's just one tube. It doesn't, it doesn't work like a normal brain. It doesn't have a lot of compartments. No, and, it's just, know, yeah, you know, yeah, most, most brains have, like, trillions of brain cells and shit like that. No, mine's just one tube that just kind of sucks information and then spits it out of my mouth. <laughs> that's that's basically how my brain works. <laughs> some, some guy with a little cart, he's like, all right, we'll bring this to the mouth. <laughs> Dump in, and then, boom, that's what comes out of my mouth. That's what comes out. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Keep all it right. simple. So, come on, let's go. Let's hear it. All right, well, so, after the first game... You know, uh, Heat takes the first game. The Heat Celtics? Heat Celtics. Yeah. And um, I love the comments that whenever, actually, I love Jimmy B- uh, Butler whenever he's in a press conference. End of the game press conference, awesome. Yeah. He is fantastic for that. There, there's only few people that really can rock it, and he's one of them. Yeah. But, yeah, he basically, I mean, he was just, I mean, he gives a lot of credit to his team and whatnot, but he's that was the night he scored 40, over 40 points. Game one. Yep, in game one. And the funny thing was, it was like, one of the one of the uh, one of the guys that were asking a question, they were like, they were like, oh, hey, do you think you need to bring, or you know, with the physicality of this game, you need think you need to make sure you like score or whatnot, and so he's, and then he's like, so he just decides to go off. He's like, I'll go zero for zero if that means I keep banging people. <laughs> So what? this is the second time. This is the second time we've had where somebody likes banging people on the court. So Charles Barkley was the first one that yeah. was like he likes you know when somebody's banging you from behind and stuff like that. Oh yeah, and yeah, then yeah. And now Jimmy Butler. So there's a lot of banging going on. So on the, the court. NBA players just like to bang each other. They they like banging each other on the court. Well, I mean, I mean Dwight Howard likes banging uh, trannies. Like yeah, like. I think that just might just be a thing in the NBA. Uh, well, you know, for Dwight Howard and James Harden, that's their off-the-court banging Dude, that's going on. Who knows who James Harden's banging? Yeah, so... I don't it, think James Harden knows who James Harden's banging. <laughs> he might. Well, I because know. of the mask. It's yes, it's, of the, it's, it's the mask. It's like, the mask. Jo- Joel Embiid, he could be banging Joel Embiid for all he knows because of the mask. I mean, he wouldn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> 
But, yeah, he probably would. <laughs> but yeah, so um, what was it? And he's just like, I like the physicality. I want to run into people and see who falls first, um, who's going to quit first. I think that that's the style of basketball I like to play. So he's into dominatrix. Yes. That's what he likes. Okay. He does. All right, good he Good does. to know. Good to know. So, and then uh, what were some other things that came out of around here? Uh, Taysom, uh, or Jason Tatum, son Deuce is probably stealing the show right yeah, now. Yeah. He, he's been stealing the he's show. He's very, very involved. I mean, he's a cute kid. Cute kid. Cute, cute kid. kid. Uh, um, Let me see. What was some other one? Oh, Marcus Smart went with the uh, Aaron Gordon. Um, did you see the hairdo that he did? It wasn't green. Well, it was still green, but he did the the Aaron Gordon Julius Randle hairdo. Oh yeah, yeah. No, and I he's didn't. He's got see the that. like the green tips. Yeah. At, at the end, um, I don't think it really it, turned it, out I, for I, him. I, he got hurt. So, bro, like, well, Aaron Gordon definitely can't pull that off. He looks he fucking ugly as shit. But we said the darker <clears throat> complexion can yes, pull it off. Yes, the dark. So, yes. So he probably looks better in it. I haven't seen that yet. Yeah. But um, I also didn't watch that game. I saw it was like eighteen to one, and I was like, "All right, I'm going to bed" because I was hungover as shit. Yep, yep. Um, but then, uh, but then Jason Tatum went down, and there was a lot of freakout videos that came out of that one. A lot, of, uh, a lot of Boston fans did not did not want to see that happen. Yeah, but here's the thing: in, in defense, like Marcus Smart goes down on average two or three times a game. Like that's just it's just normal Marcus Smart play. That's you know true. what I'm that's saying. True. That's like, true. So it, the hair dude didn't have anything. It, to no, do with it. He, Marcus Smart goes down all the time. He's just a he, he's just a physical player. That's how he that's how he rolls. Um, is he exaggerating the injuries? Probably not. He probably gets really hurt, but I think he just like kind of uh, I don't know. His muscles just rejuvenate or something. He's like a fucking mutant or something like yeah. that. <clears throat> Another but, player that's actually a mutant, uh, freaking Al Horford. Yes, what he he actually looks like like he could be like a lizard or a snake. He does. He does like a hybrid between a standing lizard and a snake. Maybe he took that like a Spider Man potion, you know, the green lizard potion. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah where so he now, he just like regenerates all of his limbs. Yeah, because now he's like absolutely dominating. Yeah, dude, he's like, insane. And he might not. He not might not light it up on the. Um, as far as the points on the box score the goes, stat, the stat sheet. Well, I mean, the other stat sheets, he still lightened it up. I mean, for rebounds it? and and assists and, and stuff. assists and everything. Yeah. yeah, and the guy looks like he's got an extra step. He probably should be tested for PEDs. Yeah, unfortunately, I don't. I, I, I don't hate want to say it. Because I don't want him. To he's be looking tested. like he's like oh seven oh eight. You know, Florida Gators Al Horford. Yeah, dude. Is that isn't that crazy? He was in the 0607 team and the 0708 team mm-hmm. in at Florida, the Billy Donovan years. Yeah. That's in, that's incredible. He's and he's still fucking playing at this level. Yeah. He's, uh, dude, it's he's probably PEDs, great. but I don't know. We'll sweep that under the rug. We'll sweep sweep, sweep it, it under, under the rug. rug. Yes, yes. We'll you know sweep what? it under the rug. Nobody's gonna talk about it. Yeah. Um, I even had some of the stats. It was like, t- uh, what is it? Ten points, three rebounds, three assists, four for four field goals, two and two, uh, uh, two for two, and three pointers. That's solid. One game. That is a solid stat line all across the board. Exactly, especially for like a role player that you need. Yeah, twenty points, fourteen rebounds, three assists, three blocks in another game. Solid. Five points, thirteen rebounds, three assists, and four blocks. Solid. The man. The man was never known as a blocker. No. Dude, he's been tearing he it, it up. Out. And that, in that, like, that's that's a, that's like the stat. As you get older, that goes down. Like it does. Like, early in your career, you can be a block master. Like unless you're an Anthony Davis, but like you, when you get older, you 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 lose a little little step, 
and and that stat goes down. It, you've got the bunnies when you're early, uh, early in your right. career. I guess as, as Luca said, uh, the bunnies, were, the bunnies nice. in regards to Andrew Wiggins. So yeah, he was he was uh, at the end of the game press conference. It was asked about the block that the posterizing block. Yeah, that, that was, Andrew that Wiggins was, did. And it's hard to come back from that. Yeah. So he was like, let me see where where I've got it. He said, I wish I had those bunnies. Which I think is a little bit of a like. You it's know, a sexual innuendo, isn't it? No, I was like not going to go that direction. He bangs like rabbits. He's in the NBA. They bang like rabbits. No, I was going to say. I was going to just say it was like a low, uh, like a slight indirect low blow to uh, Andrew Wiggins. Like it, you know, like where you give a compliment but you don't give a compliment. It's a backhanded compliment. Backhanded compliment. That's yeah. what I was looking for. Okay. It was a backhanded compliment. Like, you know, oh, he's like a little bunny. He's like he's just like a little sissy like, guy. Like like tail. Yeah, exactly. Oh, cute little white bunny. Yeah. So But in reality, he was trying to talk about his hops. Yeah, well, I mean, he was being questioned about his hops because he just got posterized or posterized. Well, by I mean, him. he's a fat white kid, so yeah, he doesn't have any hops. <laughs> Think, sorry, I'm just calling a spade a spade. There, he just he he and he plays like he's a fat white kid too. And, but it's but for some reason he still drops fucking thirty something points a game. Like nah, it's he's it's dropped forty in the last two games. I know. Well, that, that's what I'm saying. Like I'm talking about on average. Like yeah. he's done thirty something this whole, this entire playoffs. It's it's ridiculous how how he is remotely good at basketball. It doesn't make any sense. It really doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. A lot of his like his moves, it's like, oh man, that was a great move. And I'm like, man, that took like five seconds to develop. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, I mean he's smooth, don't get me wrong. He's got good good movement, good decisive movement, but at the same time I'm like most of these players that I see that do these moves are a lot faster than what he's doing. Yeah, yeah like you picture a- Allen Iverson doing that, and it's like, man, I didn't even – I blinked and I uh, I missed the whole thing. Exactly. Yeah. What else you got off the court? Off the court, uh, there was quite a few more that uh, from the Warriors game, Ooh, especially with go. it being chippy. Did you see that the bench, the Mavs bench, got fined a hundred thousand dollars? Yeah, what was that? Can you so, explain so that? So basically, it is in quote unquote continuing to violate uh, violate league rules regarding team bench decorum. So what? They were celebrating too much. They were crossing. Uh, the- I think they were more of just a little bit shit talking. So they need they need more hold me back guys. They need more hold me back guys. Dallas needs to hire more hold me back guys. I mean, the NFL does it. Yeah, no, they the do. NFL does it for the, like, for the they, head they coach. They literally have a, a personal hold me back guy for one coach. For one coach, and then they literally hire coaches for the entire team to just to hold me back, yes. hold me back, bro, type yeah. guy. Yeah, no, you need that, and honestly. The best, the best guys to to hire for that are the personal trainers. Those are the ultimate hold me back bros. Well, they have the hype, they have the energy, they can they can handle and they're, it, and they're strong. And they're strong. Yeah, yeah. So they, so <laughs> I mean, all, when you're trying to you were trying to hold these 320, 340 pound linemen, you know. Right, right. So they, that's we figured it out. They just need more hold me back guys. Hold me back guys. Okay. Yeah. That's, it's that easy, bro. Mark yeah. Cuban, get on it. Let's go. Come on. <laughs> but yeah, so that was the third fine this postseason yeah. that that uh, Dallas bench has gotten. I saw. I saw that actually. So that they've they have accumulated one hundred and seventy five thousand dollars. It's doubled every single time. So twenty five fifty and hundred thousand dollar fines. It's a business expense. Yeah, but Mark Cuban said uh, we've got to get a control of our bench. <laughs> I mean, well, he has to say that at a certain point. He, uh, you know, you know, he loves the. Energy. He loves the focus. He loves the the intensity. Um, 
But yeah, he kind of professional. He he publicly has to say that. He publicly has to say it. Yeah, yeah. No, there was some still some more stuff that was no. uh, Keep going. Let's go. Going on. Um, I love the fact in this series, the Mavs Warriors series, how Luca basically it didn't take more than seven minutes into the first quarter, and he was already has a huge scratch on his face. Did you see that? No. Oh man, just I mean, it, it was like let's put it this way: it was like right by his nose, all the way back, almost close to his temple. What happened? Um, not entirely sure. Just he was. I, I think he was going up for a layup and just got scratched. Got got scratched. Well, um, but no, I just I love that how that just showed that this was just going to be a cat fight like the entire. <laughs> time. But yeah, no just pun intended. Scratching um, and clawing. But no, that was that was fun. Apparently, Lil Wayne and Mark Cuban made up. Oh, they a, made up. Yep. Yeah, no, a, I wanted that. I wanted that to keep going. Yeah. God damn it. So yeah, unfortunately, that's not going to go any any further than what it was. Boo. Yep. Um, I, I think I think Charles Barkley also though has been stealing the show in this series. He has. I mean, he's been that that whole. Uh, Cass has been stealing the show the entire playoffs. So basically, he's been getting roasted about whenever he put on Boban's uh, jersey, and he was struggling to put on Boban's jersey. Oh no! Because yeah. Boban is 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 a massive human he's being. Huge. He's huge, but he, <laughs> it was a tight fit for Charles Barkley. Oh man! And then the other thing was, did you see whenever he came out in Game Three when he came out on the ho- on the horse horseback? Oh, I didn't see that. Oh, yeah. He came back uh, on game three in the first game in Dallas. He came back on horseback. And they were Who, like Boban? This. Boban? No, Charles oh, Barkley. Oh, Charles Barkley? Yeah, oh, they were, everybody was saying how that was the strongest bat, horseback in history. Oh, yeah. Horses back. Yeah. yeah that, that, that's, I, 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 don't, I would never want to do that in my entire life. Like, I feel bad for the horse. Yeah, exactly. Like that horse should race in the Kentucky Derby next year. I, I'm surprised like PETA hasn't actually like you know started protesting true, at these games. True, true. Oh, we need to get more protest. That's what I missed. I missed. I missed. Oh, you the missed protest. the protests. Yes, I kind of. I kind of liked them. I, I just <laughs> honestly, I liked seeing the security guards just like go go ham. Like the, the, you know, what? like Protesters? I understand. I understand what they're protesting. That's fine. You could do it. You do whatever. You do you. But it's funny. Like. Like I'm sorry if you're gonna use Elmer's glue to try and stick your hand to the to to a wooden surface, then I mean you you deserve to get made fun of. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's it, it's stupid. And while the you know while the games aren't being close, we could see the matchup of the protesters versus security guards, yes. which I'm a big fan of. That's I've the that's the that's the biggest this. that's the biggest storyline. Yes, coming out I've been of that. advocating this from the beginning. Yeah. Oh, I agree. So we need more of it. <laughs> uh, let me see what else I've got. Uh, just, I mean, there's been so much shit talking. I mean, from, like, whenever Steph going to the bench, the Mavs bench, and telling him good night after he made one of his threes, and then Luca. Oh, when he did the, yeah, like, the, the, the hand motion. Hand motion, and then yeah, Well, Luca, that, was, that, was a, that was a dagger of a three. That was, and then Luca made a made a three, clutch three, and he told the, the Golden State crowd to quiet down. Like, the whole, like, if you just observe, like, the the other stuff that's going on besides the actual game, like, this has actually been an enter- entertaining series. You know what? You know what? I'm going to, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to start looking at the, what goes on, like, in the game, like the not not necessarily the game. I'm going with the, to the game within the game. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like oh, I'm gonna yeah. go Shakespearean on this, like a play within the play. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go game within the game, and I'm, a, I'm I think I might have I might be inter- a little more entertained. I think you you've opened my brain hole to it. Yeah, yeah, my brain tube. Yeah. Well, after I like my 
basically, well, you know what? Yeah, my prediction hasn't been defeated yet. I said I said Mavs in seven. Mavs in seven. Okay. But after it wasn't really looking good, I had to look for other avenues to get myself entertained. So gotcha. I yeah, went that I don't, way. I don't, I don't blame you. But I think that finishes it up for yeah. my recap on that one. Okay. Um, that was but, good. I, I like the game within the game now. I will say this though: we have another uh, little stat. Um, this came out this week on the NBA news, but Juwan Howard declined the Lakers job. I saw that. I saw that. I mean. I, here's the thing. Nobody wants that fucking Lakers job. It, uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want the goddamn Lakers job. Did you see Kendrick Perkins and um, what was it? Gosh, uh, Max Kellerman. No, no. Ricky um, or Richard um, Sherman. No, not Richard Sherman. Um, I mean, uh, which who? Gosh, he he played for the Pistons. Jefferson. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, they. They were talking about, so they were doing a segment on, uh, or it was like a halftime show or a, a pregame show, and they, they brought up the Lakers job and both of their reactions. If you if you haven't seen it, go online and watch it. Their reactions to them bringing up the Lakers coaching job again, they just were like in fits. Just like they threw their hands up like, no, like what? Why are we talking about this again? <laughs> <laughs> nobody like, wants the, the fucking job, dude. No, nobody no, wants nobody the job. like it it's it it has it's like all of the the scenario, all the aspects of it. Like nobody wants to coach LeBron. Nobody wants to have the pressure of the fucking being the Lakers head coach on their their uh, shoulders, they, nobody wants to deal with Rob Polinka. Like, it, it it's just all in all, it just it it sucks. You yeah. just basically got to hire LeBron James as player coach. That's that, that's the only solution <laughs> they only, have. That's the only. Solution. That's literally the they only solution they have. Into a corner. This is what they have to this do is, now. They, and they might as well hire him to be the GM too. This yeah. is player coach GM LeBron James. I would have liked to seen Juwan Howard be the head coach though. Juwan Howard in the in, uh, NBA. I think Juwan Howard in the NBA is going to happen. I yeah yeah. I, you know, I think it's going to be a, be a, a lot more slapping going on. Yes, yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> um, I I I think he would do. He would be better at like he needs a big city, but not like a, as much pressure as like a Boston Celtics or a fucking Lakers. Like maybe a Chicago Bulls. New York Knicks, Miami Heat. Now I'm not saying Eric Spol- New York Knicks. That's a good one. That's a good one. I'm not saying Eric Spolster is going anywhere anytime soon. I'm just uh, just throwing out random cities, big, big, big cities that he would be good in. Yep. Um, he would he, like okay. So basically, what I'm saying, he's not he's not going to go to a Charlotte or a uh, New Orleans yep. type, type yep. place. That's not that's not Jawan Howard isk. No, nope. not at all. Hey, you you want to move on to NFL? Yeah, let's do that. All right, let's do NFL real quick. Um, cause you know we've been we've been going for about an hour, no big deal. You know, we're just we're just chugging along. But um, chugga, 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 chugga. yeah, so I got uh, Dan Snyder is on the hot seat. He's uh, he might be ousted by the owners. Um, he needs a twenty four uh, out of thirty one vote to be ousted. I don't think he's gonna get ousted. I, here's the thing: if if the owners the owners have been pretty good about backing each other. Like, the, and, and even though he's in a very, very bad scenario, it's not something that, in my just my opinion, it's not something that money can't buy. And yeah. so, like, if you start seeing like, like owners start going against each other, then it looks bad. It looks really bad because then, like, it, I, I think for each owner, it's just like now they can't they 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 can't work together anymore because it's like who's gonna start who's gonna like put me on the hot seat you know who who's gonna be like oh we need to get rid of him 
You know what I'm saying? I think the owners have to like they they they're like a uh that they, they come together. So you're saying there's collusion going on? Absolutely. Among the owners. Absolutely. What are you talking? <laughs> yeah, they run the fucking NFL. I mean, I'm not saying they, they don't. run. They they literally, yeah. You think it's Roger Goodell? No, 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 no. The owners uh, run the NFL. We all know Roger Goodell's a puppet. He's a robot. He's yeah. a puppet. It's a Goodell bot, like yeah. South Park said. Exactly. Yeah. So I I think that was funny. Um, I mean, he should he probably should be should be ousted. But the thing is, is if he wasn't ousted for when all the other news and stuff was coming out, like what makes you think he's it's, gonna come it, out now or they, he's gonna be yeah, ousted? Now? It, I don't think there's a big enough case. But nope. anyways, uh, one last thing I had. And then we'll go to your stuff. Um, so I saw this. This was a great stat. So Tua Tagovailoa has one 40-plus yard touchdown pass in his career. One. In the NFL? In the NFL. Guess who has more than him? Who's that? OBJ. OBJ has two 40-plus yard touchdown passes in his Jeez. career. Is OBJ, is OBJ better than Tua? I think so. He probably should switch positions then. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, he won't. He <laughs> likes he likes them one arm grabs. But yeah, no. I just thought that was funny. He could be one arm grabbing it the entire time. That's how you throw the ball. Yeah, that is true. So you just you, you like throw it to yourself and then throw it. Yeah, you he, catch it and throw it. He would throw a pass to himself. Absolutely. He actually, I feel like sixty percent of his plays would be passes off the offensive lineman's helmet to all himself. Of, well, I would say all of his scrambles would turn into throws into himself. Yes, correct. Just he so would he probably can. throw it as high as he can and then run under it and catch it. Yeah. Is that legal? I think I he don't can think do it that. Is. No, you got it has yeah, the bounce. Has to, so he's got to throw it off of an offensive lineman's head. Yeah. And then okay. Well, hey, he's he gonna can. he's gonna chuck up like hail marys in the end zone and then just run and try to catch the catch the, the, the deflection. deflection. Gotcha. Yep. Okay. That's how it works. All right. Let's go into your points. You had you had uh, <laughs> a little more serious points. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe not. But this one's I mean, this one's a little bit fun. So the match is coming up on June first. Yeah, dude. I'm pumped. Yeah. I'll I'll. I'll all right, I can't wait to talk about that um, because I think that's just good entertainment. It's it's just good fun. It's just good fun, you it's know. Good, especially solid for the off fun. season, we can still talk football without having you know, with through other sports, right? But um, but yeah, Brady versus uh, Brady and Rogers versus Mahomes and Josh Allen. That's going to be the match. They started off with a chipping contest, which I thought was kind of cool. Oh and yeah. Basically, they had cutouts of their favorite wide receiver. And right where the hand position of their favorite high wide receiver <laughs> was a net. It was a net where they were supposed to chip the balls to. So, what was it? Um, oh, no. Tom Brady actually made a good funny joke. Um, he had Mike Evans, and he he was like, oh, I noticed uh, Rodgers and... Oh, he should have done Antonio Brown. He's like, I noticed Rodgers and Mahomes. You don't have uh, your favorite targets, Tyreek Hill and... Uh, Devontae, Devontae Adams, Adams anymore, you know, so uh, he's like, I still have my favorite target, uh, Mike Evans. Oh, and they could have clapped back and said, no, Antonio Brown's off your team, bro. Yeah, he could. they could have. They could have, but um, I don't know. Tom Brady loves the limelight, or the spotlight, spotlight like that. Spotlight, yeah. Um, and then the, the other funny thing, thing he said was, he was like, Josh Allen, he's like, don't, don't just wait, your time for your wide receiver to say goodbye is going to be there, or before you know it. And uh, like Josh Allen's like, no, I love you. And he gave his like cut out a hug. Oh, it was, was, it Stephon Stephon Diggs? Diggs. it was Stephon Diggs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you, do you not think they're gonna be able to keep Stephon? Is that what, I, is that what he know. was? I is that what he was implying? He was implying that oh, just no. that every wide, your favorite wide receiver is it's just it, they always leave you. Yeah. Oh, so poor, poor guy. I know. Um, Whatever. 
But that was that's kind of funny though. Yeah. So, but the old farts. Uh, Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers beat out the uh, the young guns, Mahomes and Allen. Seven, no shit. Seven to two. Made seven balls out of wow. two balls. Um, and then moving on, we've got the the. This time of year is the OTAs, which obviously the drama part of it is yeah, the skipping d- out on the OTAs. Yeah, I did want to talk about that. Um, which ones do you have down? Cause I got Debo, I'll go off of you. Debo and Kyler Murray. Okay, Debo and Kyler Murray. It's yes, they. That's. I mean, is it a red flag that they're not there? Yes. Is it surprising that they're not there? No. No, it's not surprising. No. Um, I'm a little bit more surprised, honestly, on the Debo. Because like Sam Fran has no interest on in trading him. No, they're they're They've more focused even, on trading Jimmy Jimmy Garoppolo. Did you see Kyle Shanahan today? He he and he's basically saying like the writing's on the wall. They're they're trading Jimmy G. They they have to. Yeah, I, mean, that's, I agree. Yeah, I mean, you, if you're gonna go with Trey Lance, you can't have Jimmy G on the roster. You got to go full 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 Lance full Lance full Lance full Lance full Lance. <laughs> but yeah, no, you're right. Shooting the trays. <laughs> um. Um. But yeah. So. Yeah, so and Debo, they they've already stated that they I don't think they would have even even accept a call that was calling in for trade for him. Fuck no, they shouldn't. Also, um, Rogers didn't show up to OTAs, and everybody's like, "Oh, is that a big deal?" No, no, no. Rogers never never goes to OTAs. No, he never does. No, and you just signed him for a hundred fifty million dollar extension. Like, obviously, he has to prepare for the match. Yeah. Duh. He's got priorities, bro, and it's not Green Bay Packers. It never has been, and it never will be. <laughs> just, good Lord, man. I think he just likes making things harder for himself. It, like, the, the with the whole wide receiver thing, no offensive line. Like, they, they, he just he likes the challenge. He just likes overcoming things. He's like the Michael Jordan. He's, like he's, Michael not, Jordan. A, he's not a big PR guy. No. Not, he's not a big PR he, guy. He actually, I think he low-key loves the, the spotlight, but pretends and shows that he doesn't. It's one of those things. I think like he likes the attention, but he wants everybody to not think that he likes the attention. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, I don't. That's not alarming. The only one that I thought was alarming was um, Kyler well, Murray. Kyler Murray. Yeah. Because like now Arizona's got he they they've they've got an unhappy quarterback and he's he's showing it. But I think I think Kyler just doesn't realize that he actually hasn't proved himself just yet. I mean, yes, he's put up great stats, yes, but at the that same is, time that's a big problem. I mean, the you know, a, a quarterback who thinks he's better than he actually is or that thinks that he's proven himself enough to be wanted in the NFL the rest of the NFL. I, I think he just needs to focus on uh, on, you know, being a quarterback and finishing out this year because like the thing is is he he still can get paid. There's not I, there's I, nothing I, saying that I, he can't get paid. I agree. I agree, but he thinks he's better than he actually is and he thinks he can hold out and kind of big dick the NFL or the Arizona Cardinals like he's trying to do. And I just don't think he's gonna be able to do it. That's no. the and that's that's it's a problem because the next year's draft class is gonna be fucking stacked. Yeah, with and quarterbacks. Put, and the thing is, is though, is like yeah, and that's the thing he can't he can't mess that reputation up a little or at all. But right, because then people are just gonna teams are gonna see that and they're they're gonna say, oh, you just you just quit because you were unhappy. Yeah. Like, what if you get unhappy here? Honestly, Dak Prescott was a great example of how like being patient actually can be in in your favor quite a bit yes you know even he even got hurt he even got hurt 
and like the you know like I, honestly a lot of times they like, they over dramatize the uh, injuries whenever somebody gets hurt like that like oh the future's in doubt and whatnot no he still got paid yeah no he, he still, did he still got also paid. I I like. <laughs> I love I love ragging on Jerry Jones, but I think he's actually like a, a phenomenal players owner. Like he, I think he 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 does right by the players. Like yeah. even though they might not be the the best decisions, like the Ezekiel Elliott contract, but he does right by the players. He, he's a, he's a good players owner. Like yep. he, he's he's kind of like the Steelers organization almost. He's just he likes he loves the players. The Dallas Cowboys are his baby, and he just he he he, he pays them and. Sometimes they're, they're it's not a it's not a great great plan, but you know he does it, and I respect yep. I respect it. But yeah, the, you're absolutely right. Dallas, Dak Prescott is a good good point. He he, he waited yep. and he was patient. It was yep. good. Um, what else you got? I guess the last thing that I've got right here is um, so Sam Darnold came out with a uh, press conference, and this was quite hysterical. Please tell. So, please tell. Quote, unquote, as long as I know what we're doing, what the defense is doing, I'm confident I can be one of the best quarterbacks in the league. As long as I know what... End quote. As long as I know what I'm doing? As long as I know what, I, uh, what we're doing, I'm assuming the offense. Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm assuming, too. What the defense is doing, I'm confident I can be one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Okay. Why, why, why wouldn't you know what what your offense is doing? I mean, the the fact is, is like what we're doing. Like you, that's your job as a. That's honestly your job as a as quarterback. A, as a quarterback, you're the, supposed to know what the, what the fuck you're doing. You're like, supposed to know that. Yeah, th- I thought that was a given. Also, you need to know what the defense is doing, because obviously that's if where you can't you need. read defenses. You can't play quarterback in the NFL. I I don't know where he's coming from on this. I honestly don't know. This was this was. This is like a Jameis Winston, dead like the deer in the headlights. I, honestly, I felt like he just read off the job description from Indeed of his position. <laughs> like he I mean, just he pulled up ZipRecruiter and was like NFL quarterback qualifiers, <laughs> and it said, "Oh, you got to know what the fuck we're doing on offense, and you got to be able to read the defense." Good job, bud. Okay, yeah. I can be the best quarterback in the NFL. No shit, Sherlock. That's what everybody's trying to do. Yeah, goddamn. Uh. Like all you got to do is, yeah. Oh wow, it's it's real easy. Yeah, he literally copied and pasted that from from ZipRecruiter or Indeed.com. I was like, wow. I, I couldn't believe that the man said that. That's amazing. Like no shit, I could say that. Like if I knew what the defense was doing, or and if I knew what we were doing, yeah, I could be the best quarterback in the league. Yeah, exactly. Oh, you want to know? Speaking of Jameis Winston, um, guess who got their their college degree? Well, Jameis Winston did. But no, no, who no, else? no, no, no. Steph Curry. Steph Curry. You know what? You know what that means? Jameis Winston got his college degree before Steph Curry. He's smarter than ja- Steph Curry. Jameis Winston is smarter than Steph Curry. You know what? Can you yeah, believe that? That's, that's an excellent point because the argument against that is like, oh no, they got it on the same graduating class. But no, Mm-mm. whenever you're a twin, whoever is born first is the firstborn. Okay. Yeah. Even though they might have been born on the same day, whoever's born first is the firstborn. It, it is the firstborn. Oh. That okay. Yeah. That, Even that, though you're twins, you were born on the same day. 
whoever came out first was firstborn. Firstborn. What does that have it have to do with Steph Curry? Same thing. If they're even if they're in the same graduating oh, class, oh, whoever graduated first. This oh, okay. One. I see. You lost me there for a second. Yeah. And, uh, you you got my me analogy back. was very well, or okay. very in depth. Yeah. Gotcha. Um. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it took me a while. All right. So wait, you you got a um a, a Tyreek Hill quote for. From Tua, or about about Tua, that I really want you to say as, oh. to, to send us off. Yeah, let's uh, let's finish it off with a uh, Tyreek Hill quote. So Tyreek Hill has obviously been defending his quarterback, almost like very like over the top, over the top, and just like way harping it. Like it's just where it's like we we get it, we yeah. get it, bro. But the latest one was Tua throws a pretty ball. What is I, what is that? What, what the fuck does that mean? Is it a tight spiral? Is it like uh, is it a zip? Is it like a loft? Is why it, would anything in football want to be pretty? Yeah, no. It's if anything, you want to be fucking gruesome. You yeah. want to be fucking like 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 this giant fucking monster, I like Ray see, Lewis. I want to see black and blue like all over your body. Yeah, like, dude. You don't want to fucking be pretty. Yeah, a pretty ball. A pretty ball. He doesn't throw a pretty ball. That's the thing. He just and it, and it fucking looks weird coming out of his left arm. It just it it's not it's not a pretty ball at all. It's a weird looking, ugly like, like uh, I don't know, weird stepson, autistic stepson. Yeah. Like it, it's not it's not a pretty ball at all. Again, it's just one of those situations where it's just like it's like you know what like hey, whenever he sent that retaliation video, he was like hey, look check out all the throws, and we're like oh, okay, we get it. We'll just wait for the season. He's like, but now he keeps continuing it on, and he's like, no, check this out, and it's like. Bro, okay, yo, man, when you're going over the top like that, then... He's got a pretty ball. Yeah, okay, fine, <laughs> shit. Wait, we didn't check out his balls. Yeah, nobody, nobody was looking at his balls except for you, bro. <laughs> Good Lord. All right, you got anything else? Uh, I think that's about it. All right, um, we will be back next week. Um, looking forward to it. Love y'all. Later.